Hey guys, so welcome to the TUT podcast. This is episode eight and it's a little different than what we we usually do as I am up in Newcastle Pet. Are we in the tune? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I am social distancing. I haven't left the house of my very good friend Sophie, so don't get funny. Um, and as I just said, I'm here with a very good friend of mine, Sophie, who is a kick-ass powerlifting coach of world-renowned um, and a good confidant and stuff like that. And we're going to talk to you today, um, after Sophie's done our intro, about all of the crap that has come flying out of the fitness industry in the last two days since every gym on the planet is closed. So we're going to try and um, kind of cut through some of the crap you might be coming up against and go from there. So, Sophie, tell the people about yourself. Good evening. Um, I am Sophie, as well, so kindly introduced me. I'm based up in Newcastle. Um, I'm a powerlifting coach to about 30 athletes, something like that. Jesus. Got, yeah, something like that. Uh, I think I've got around eight world champions now, maybe more, I'm not really sure. Uh, but I'll, I'll lose count. They're all champions. All right, all right. <laughs> Come on. I'm sat there casually. Oh, I'm only have eight world champions yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, there's just so well, many. Well, they're all champions so in my eyes, so you know. Are you fucking uh, <laughs> Don't you dare. Uh, yeah, they're all they're all wicked. Every single one of them. Um, but yeah, I'm also a nutritional PhD student as well. So the vast majority of my research is done uh, within the nutrition sector, and my PhD is looking at sucrose induced metabolic interaction. Right now, we're not really doing anything because labs should cause corona. But uh, that's what I was doing prior to this all kicking off, and we'll continue to do when it all decides to blow over. Uh, and right now, I'm sat in a onesie getting all fired up to talk about all things bullshit in the fitness industry as a result of corona. So, maybe if you are. I am. We, we, are, we, are well, we are well fed. This I is going to ruffle some feathers, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things that's kind of lucky that I don't have many followers, but you have loads of followers, and this is obviously going to get shared to them, and they're going to share it. And I mean, my followers know what to expect when I come out with stuff. I mean, I don't know what your followers oh, expect, the same. but I think we should probably Absolutely. preempt it and the, the, say this is going to be a bit of a filthy podcast in terms of language and profanity and things. They're so. used to that from me. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, Will, that's fine Will, Will's a bit more well spoken than I am. I am. I but am, we're just like twats. So yeah, I, I am the, the raging yin to his social realm. <laughs> so that's that's how I would describe well, it. Sounds fine by me. Like, yeah. So, so yeah, we are both gonna just rip the shit up. Um, so yeah, I mean, so for those of you that aren't in the UK or places that've been affected by this, uh, on was it Friday evening they did it? Yeah, it was the gyms. Evening, yeah, it was Friday night. So six o'clock announced it. Yeah, Friday evening the announcement went out that all uh, basically leisure enterprises needed to shut, including gyms. Now that obviously affected us quite significantly as I work predominantly I'm half and half I do half out of the gym half at home visits and I have a couple of online clients you are majority gym yeah I mean I have a lot of one-to-one clients all my kit was at the gym but I do have a lot of online clients obviously I've got labs and stuff but a large chunk of my income is this within the gym so. yeah but then even still I suppose your your online clients still need a gym yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. They're, they're powerlifting, yeah, yeah. and we, like Sophie's the same as me, all of our clients lift weights, it's not, yeah. you know, there's it, a large part of the training regime, so this has caused us to adapt quite a lot. Yeah. N- not massively, because people have got hover equipment in, you know, we're going to kind of... We'll touch on that, I think, how much yeah. we've had to adapt, because we yeah. need to talk about it. And what we've been witnessing over the last few days we've been together is just 
how all of a sudden the fitness industry has completely polarised. Yeah. One end or the other. And how everyone is just throwing shit at the wall and trying to see what sticks. Yeah. It's kind and it's, 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 I don't even, it's, it's fucking bullshit is what it yeah, is. Yeah. It's, it's so, not even scary at this point. It's just downright disgusting. Yeah. Like, and that's, it's that's annoying for people like us that, you know, so to give you perspective, Soph's been disappearing for hours at a time <laughs> to do check-ins with all of our clients. And I mean, she's got double the amount of clients I have. And, you know, it's, I mean, I've been checking in on everybody all day as well. I've been doing live videos to the gym, to my lot, to Instagram and things like that. And so it's been like constantly checking up, reprogramming people. So we have a lot of work to do, but it's so... We it, must have spent... What time are we on now? Well, it's like five past nine in we the evening, must, so. I, I must have spent about seven hours today on clients. Yeah, And I yeah. think you must have spent close to that as well. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's, and, been, it's and really shook us up this weekend. Oh, yeah, and it's been really strange because we, we said we kind of hit a lull today. I mean, Sunday's kind of a weird one because you don't plan... Like, you do things on a Sunday, but you do it at a nice casual pace. But yeah. where everything's been so frantic to look after you guys as well as ourselves, and this is the other thing that needs to sort of be brought up in a bit, it's, it's just been trying to get everything in a row. And there's a lot of... It's trying to see what we're going to do in the future whilst living with people in the now and thinking well if this lasts longer than a certain point what we're going to do for me it's setting up a lot of infrastructure to go online so that a lot of clients and still potential clients that haven't been affected by this can get hold of me and it's yeah there's a lot going on but I mean the funniest thing that came out of all of this when the coronavirus was threatening to shut down gyms was how everyone got their home workouts ready and started either giving them away for free or trying to sell them which is fine on either end like I mean for me I offered it out for free and that's fine because for me it's just something to help you guys take over my coaching is a lot of mental health based stuff as everybody who's listening on my end knows Um, for Sophie's listeners that are going to tune into this I'm a behavioural therapist as well as a PT a massage therapist so I deal slightly more with mental health incorporated in and stuff so a lot of my stuff is welfare checks getting people's heads straight so they can get things in line to lose the weight and move on further down the line but the the top faces in the industry now are almost I don't think they can decide what they want to do either every home workout shit until they bring out a home workout that is and, then all, and all of a sudden it's the, it's they're the, fine yeah. and you're like well fucking hell guys like you're telling me don't give your home workouts for free nobody gives a shit about free next thing you know oh home workouts are on the as YouTube as a goodwill gesture because I care about everybody's well being I'm going to give you this for nothing and it's like oh just do a 20 crab walks just take the side and it's yeah. like oh my god I never thought of doing that because she's a booty queen fuck off oh uh, yeah that just was, was the one we just saw the, wait the, it was, was it the, the peachy club or the something the peachy the Corona Club peachy gang. Oh Are you God. fucking shitting me? It's that back, it, 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 it's it's a it's a club that you've got to pay to get into. <laughs> so you've got to pay for the privilege of being in a group where you get private access and private, not one on one, but small group tutorials and small online training of glute workouts and things like that. You know, all this information that is already at our fingertips, but it's in one place with some blonde masses with a nice high ponytail, a pair of fucking scrunch bottom leggings on, and probably a hip circle around our legs. I mean, in, in, all, like, in all fairness, and I apologise to my other half in advance, if I was going to do that, I'd just join an OnlyFans. That's what I mean. 
I, you know, you might as well. If, pay. if right, if, if I knew this was coming about, I would have fully, fully banked on the three OnlyFans offers that I had. I would yeah. make a fucking fortune. <laughs> I'm gonna lose a fortune because of this fucking whole COVID nineteen shit. Yeah. I would have totally taken up the OnlyFans thing, and I was like, I wouldn't dare sell anybody for science. I wouldn't dare sell anybody for anything. Fucking sign me up. That's yeah. I mean, if anybody wants to experiment any kind of cures and shit, I'm like, <laughs> I've got babies yeah. to feed. Exactly. If I grow an extra arm, it just means more curls. Exactly. That's, that's what it is. More, more limbs to play with. Exactly. <laughs> extra, extra lift, extra leverage on the deadlift, an extra grip point. Um, oh, but yeah, it's, it's just the, the weirdest thing at the moment as well, what you guys don't see that we see is that, I mean, my business mentor has been absolutely phenomenal in the point where he's built some infrastructure for me to still continue to carry on my direction. He hasn't charged me anything for it. We'll recompense that later on. And has just said, just keep doing what you're doing. I will still be making videos to help you guys. I will still be checking in with everybody and offering out help, which is the same thing Sophie's been doing all day, much more than I have. But there's so many people now telling, it annoys me because, yes, there are opportunities to be made in this situation out of refining your systems down, but more importantly, just being a decent human being and checking in on people, showing that you care, being there for people, you know, adapting your stuff to fit people yeah. in whatever situation they're in. There are so many people now going, PTs, now's the time to go online, monetize everything you're doing. Like, everybody's in shit right yeah, now. Yeah, don't like, fucking this is poach not... people. Yeah. Which oh. is, which is you know, what why we decided to talk about it tonight as well, because already we've seen people be like, oh, like, I've seen that your gym shirt, I've seen that maybe, you know, you can't get your one-to-one PT anymore. Uh, fancy paying me for a generic home workout. Yeah. Um... No, mate, fuck yourself. Yeah. To be honest. Um, and it's just playing like, on people's desperation as well, isn't it? Because that, That's what they're playing on. Like, they're banking on people wanting to do anything to maintain the condition or to maintain the level of fitness that they have currently. Mm. And people that are naive enough, and maybe not even naive enough because I don't want to slay people because anybody's entitled to hire whoever they want. But for people that maybe don't know of the other support that's out there and if clung on to somebody who's got a good social media following or has a name for themselves, has no idea of the level of support that their clients get, the kind of service that they provide, the level of qualification or the level of knowledge that they have. But because they've got a good videographer and because they've got over 10,000 followers on Instagram, it becomes a good idea. And they maybe don't know any better and that's, that's fine. Yeah. But that's poaching people and that's, fucking dog shit because that is completely manipulating the situation that we're in and I understand that it's going to be incredibly tough for those that are self-employed I mean me and Vince are both going to feel the pinch it is, and it's, it's fucking terrifying honestly uh, it is and the fact that we've been told that we can oh it's okay though because we can claim sick like pay and it's £94 a week I mean that doesn't even cover rent for us either no. of us it doesn't cover rent and it's, it's really fucking scary and there's going to be people who are in the same situation as well. So the fact that there's people who likely, and I, I mean, again, I, I don't want to say because I don't know these people personally, but may not be as passionate as we are and may not invest as much time into their current client base as we do, but I have some generic copy and pasted fucking ebook that they're going to give to every single person that signs up. They'll get a once a week check-in. Hey, how are you getting on? Do you understand everything that you've been given? Yeah, cool, mint. Yeah, and the level of service that we provide in comparison to that is completely unparalleled because we give everything we possibly. I mean, I know I don't know how Vince runs his business, but I fucking know that he puts so much time with his clients, and he knows that I put so much time with mine that we are completely confident in our abilities to run a team. Yeah. Now I do not know from what I've seen from 
gene- I'm going to call them generic Insta queens and generic Instagram kings and shit. I don't know, and from what I have seen, I am not entirely certain that the level of communication support they provide comes anywhere near what we provide. So yeah. why the fuck should they be the ones crushing small independent businesses and those that are self-employed for a level of service that is completely subpar and crushes the industry further and has people who potentially are now going to leave the industry who were a credit to the industry. Mm. Like, it's really, really going to shaft people. And that's so shitty. If me, me, I mean, me and would never, ever let that happen because we've got an incredibly loyal client base and we, you know what I mean, we've been in the business for long enough to know how to kind of work around it and stuff. But there are going to be people who work incredibly hard and are maybe a little bit newer to this and stuff and just physically can't support running their own business anymore and maybe have to go back to a 9-5 when this all blows over type thing. And that's really fucking sad. Yeah. It's it's shitty. It's really, really shitty. Yeah. I mean, I know enough trainers that have made their living solely out of one-to-one face-to-face work and they're a little bit longer in the tooth. Mm. And going online is not something that they would be able to catch up with. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm an absolute fucking mong slash dinosaur when it comes to this shit, which is why I had to hire a business coach <laughs> to do this stuff because even I'm like, oh, I don't understand I'm it. I've got to do this. Yeah. What, what's a funnel? No, it's not <laughs> something you pour your oil into. Um, but there's so many... I, I don't, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Because you don't want to begrudge anybody trying to support themselves during this. No. But no. there's a way of doing it. Yeah, and definitely. it's so many people that... It's gonna. There's two. I mean, obviously, the, another reason why me and Seth would never leave this. I love this job too much. I could. I physically couldn't do anything other than this. Yeah. And I will figure out a way to ride this storm out for mm-hmm. however long it, it lasts. Um, and it's something that I'll always come back to anyway. But for really new trainers that come in with a lot of passion, because a lot don't, because it's not particularly difficult to get your personal trainer for qualification. Yeah. Yeah have come in and they're really passionate and they're just going to walk away from it. because And the thing is, well, I think it was because of the speed that it happened, wasn't it? We were all expecting there to be a gradual, you know, okay, Jim's got to regulate the That's numbers. That's what's kicked people. And it just yeah. was like, oh, Well, there I you mean, go. we Done. were discussing it, what, like, right, it's a bit, how long have you been planning to come up here now? It's been a kind of few months, hasn't it? Oh, I mean, well, since, uh, so, uh, you probably know from a couple of podcasts back, but in December I had a, a slump. I hit a really low point and, you know, to be fair, you got me out of that massively yeah. from speaking to you and like just almost confirming that I was worth, you know, it was worth doing the job because yeah. of circumstances and some clients dropped off and I wasn't sure why and they weren't really sure why. It was a bit of lack of communication. And so we've been planning this since December. I think it was before that. Well, we said we'd meet up. Yeah. But I think it was... Like it was October, we said. Yeah, and well, it was when we got back to December. December. Yeah. So, so a long time. Yeah, because me, me, yeah, me and Sophie met at Worlds um, in, Orlando. in Orlando and we basically became the mum and dad of Team GB, We were the only two coaches that turned up because nobody else obviously could make it and we were very lucky to get out there with, you know, uh, my client paid for me to go out there and you took a gamble with your client, didn't you? I you did, you came yeah. out and, you know, we both cleaned up. Fucking really, right, really did, good. yeah. But we were there for everybody else and we sort of, hit it off and we decided we are going to meet up. And this is the thing, like, it was it was a hard decision to decide to come up during what was going on, but it was needed. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. it, you know the biggest in, the biggest thing I worry about during all this is the mental health side of things. Like, in a nice possible way, we're going to go through some principles in a bit that are going to help you guys out. But 
I'm not worried about people's physical health as much as I'm worried about their mental health. Yeah, it's exactly the same with yeah. my lot as well. We, we, you know, we discuss in, in a lot of depth. Yeah, okay, we've touched on, look, what kit are you going to have access to? What's the crack of your gym? What's this and that? But first and foremost, how are you coping with all this? Are you okay? You need to know that you can communicate with me and I need you to be completely honest with me because this is really shit and it's shit for both of me. It's shit for me and Vince as well. Oh, yeah. Like... And there's absolutely no denying that. There's no hiding it. And the more honest people are with this, the easier it is for us to kind of take a step in the right direction and just remind people that we're very much all in this position. We're all going to get shafted by it one way or another. And it is really, really scary. But, you know, they always say, like, a problem shared is a problem half. There's there's no person in this country right now, particularly if you're self-employed, that's going to go... Oh, well, it doesn't make any difference to me whatsoever, really. It is going yeah. to impact you in some kind of way. And, I mean, there are people who will go about their days and get as close to routine as possible, and that's amazing. We're not saying that's a bad thing by any means. But, I mean, the vast majority of my team, well, in fact, every single person on my team and the people that you train as well, are impacted by this because we were in the middle of peaking for comps and we were in the middle of this and this. And it means we have to adapt. And that's really fucking scary. Mm. But it can be done. And it's a lot easier when you've got, especially with Vince coming up this weekend and stuff, Vince came up on Thursday. The gyms hadn't shot on Thursday. No. It wasn't... A th- we knew it was kind of going to come at some point and we guessed maybe Friday or Saturday. We didn't know it was going to happen. So when even, Friday even, came around, yeah, we were like... Then, I mean, I'd, I'd actually gone for a nap because I wasn't very well. I went for a nap at four o'clock, woke up at quarter six got downstairs and I had like 80 whatsapps or 90 whatsapps from all of my clients saying um, what the fuck's going on Boris Johnson's just announced that all the gyms are going to shut and I was like you fucking what <laughs> so I had like 40 minutes to run to the gym and get any of the kit that I'd left Yeah, it was fucking crazy and it's all happened so fucking quickly and like I say me and Vince we were, were talking on the face and night and stuff and we were like god could you imagine if the gym shut dun, 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 dun. not even 24 hours <laughs> not even 24 hours later I'm like going fuck Shit, yeah. go and get some barbells. I'll take like, it back. What? No, this one. Oh, it's, oh it, it's really took everybody off guard because it's happened so quickly. Also, it, just to uh, interject, Sophie wasn't ill because of coronavirus. She ate yeah. some. She actually drank some fermented pre-workout. Yeah, I'm fuck, I'm and decided to exit rather rapidly. <laughs> so yeah, if anyone thinks I'm, we're being irresponsible, it had nothing no, to do. No, with it, the genuinely, I, it was a pre-workout. I thought I'd made the day before. It wasn't. It was on the Monday. Oh, I drank yeah. it about forty minutes it was later. Very was, busy. We squatted quite a lot, and then I hugged my guts up, and it was fine. And I went to bed, and it was fine. Yeah, we both like shame ourselves as trainers then we were doing both of us doing squats like these are horrific like, yeah it was doing? fine <laughs> we squatted I vomited a couple of times I had a nap and slept it off and everything was right I mean if we just if we just sound like that it sounds like we had the best session we squatted threw up no, I mean, Let, let's things. just cut that yeah. bit out and yeah. use that and that's the, the sound bite yeah. yeah I squatted and I threw up I squatted it was, awesome. up. It was a great day Ooh, <laughs> corona. but I mean the thing is as I said, we're, we're very lucky with our clients because we've been checking in with them and yeah. the, it's an interesting dynamic because the gym that I work in, I've been directly in contact with everybody in the, our little community group page. Um, I don't have access to the wider uh, social media, unfortunately. I probably could post it if I sort of looked a bit further. But for you, you work in the gym group. Yeah. And, I mean, for us, our gym has been very high communication with our members. So everybody kind of knows where they stand with everything. We're doing our best to 
you know, look after the, the trainers and the, the members we've asked them for their support and stuff. But for a lot of people, especially and yourself included, gyms are shut. We don't have that luxury. Just we're and, a corporate gym. And this is what we were worried about the most. Like, our clients know exactly where they stand. They've yeah. got extra check-ins. Yeah. I was messaging people yesterday in the afternoon. I'm messaging today. And I'm getting them coming back saying, you don't, you don't, you put in your terms and conditions, you don't message. I'm like, yeah, but these aren't normal times. I've got to make sure yeah. you're okay. Yeah, yeah. And like, of course I'm going to message you outside of my normal operating hours. Yeah. But for a lot of people, they've just had the rug pulled out from underneath them. They've, just, a lot of them have just fucking shit gone. themselves. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean when I when I woke up, I had like 90, 90 WhatsApps of everybody just going, what the fuck do we do? And my only response was, can you give me 40 minutes to process what's just <laughs> happened, run to my gym, get some stuff, get home, and I will address every single comment and query that you've got because I still don't know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, our manager saw the announcement at the same time that we did and he went we haven't even had a discussion with the head of the company yet so we don't know no we were all in the same boat with regards to how much information we had so we all had to process exactly the same but because obviously you're the, you're the coach yeah they need you they, they, they need my verdict on it and they need me to be the driving force to go this is what we're going to do this is what we're going to do and I couldn't give them that at that time so I had to be like can you give us 40 minutes please because I need a bit of time to think about this yeah and that's all we've done all weekend is, is formulate the strategy that we're going to use moving forward and you know, reassure people that we're, we're going to be okay. And, and you know, doubt creeps in yourself as well. I mean, God, this has been such a stressful weekend for both of us. I mean, it's been mm. so good to have another kind of coach here as well yeah, because definitely. you know that you're not the only one going through it. And it's really, really shitty. And it's, you know, we said today, today has just been one of the most draining days because check-ins have just been heartbroken because it's the first day that you realise it's not business as usual. Mm. My Sundays consist of sending programming over and the numbers over for the following week and I'm going, hang on a second. Mm. I can't do that. I mean, I've got a list of like 26 people messaging me exactly the same time telling me what equipment they've got available to. Some have got more than others and I've got some people who have just got access to a pair of five kilo dumbbells and a kettlebell and it's like, fuck, I have to get creative here. Mm. And that's fine. It's obviously just not what you account for and you've obviously got a lot of people who are going, well, uh, I was supposed to have a competition at this time and this time and I was supposed to do this and do this and it's like, right, well, this is the new time scale. I've got to then devise everything. My notebook is a fucking mess. Yeah. An absolute fucking mess. And that's just that's going to have to be the new norm right now because yeah. circumstances are likely going to change on the daily, and it's not it's not something that we can really account for because we don't know how quickly it's going to escalate. We could be out of this in two weeks. Yeah. But right now, we have to plan for the fact that potentially we could be away for twelve. Yeah. And if that is the case, then we need to have a plan moving forward because we can't turn around to a team and just go, eh, well. We're at home now, so get yourself doing some bodyweight squats, do a couple of bit of, you know, do a bit of jogging on the spot and that. That's just not going to cut it right now no. because they're putting a lot of faith in you. And, and, and they're still paying you as well. So they, Absolutely. They, that's the thing. It's not like you're doing they, a They're being loyal enough to stick by you during this time when it is going to be financially dif- difficult for a lot of people. Yeah, and that's And they've chosen important. to stick by you and support your business so that you can come out of it at the other end. Mm. You need to make goddamn fucking sure that you give them the best fucking service and you ride it out with them. Yeah. They need to know that they've got your wholehearted support through the entirety of this because fuck me, they need it right now. But it, yeah, we need we, them as well. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. My team are, God, my, I honestly could not praise my team any fucking more for the way that they've dealt with this. They have just been my absolute fucking rocks. Mm. And I'll be their rock. Yeah. Well, it works both ways. They are very much going to keep me sane because they are my priority right now. And because I have a focus... 
And because I have people that I can look after and make sure that I'm doing everything for, I know they'll be loyal to me and I know that they'll get me through it. Yeah. And they trust me enough to know that I'll get them through it. And honestly, if you read the exchanges in the group chat, I've never seen such a fucking fantastic group of people. We've never been closer. Yeah. And that's not often what powerlifting's about. No. It's not what no, powerlifting's about. It's very much a sport where you're in it for yourself because yeah, everybody's in, yeah, in it for their numbers, own tools. What am I doing next? Yeah, and it's that's the, the amazing thing about the sport is you're never against anybody. But at the same time, I've never met a group of people who've ever been there for each other so much as if mm. it was like they're in, you know we, we call it team plats and PBs fuck me we are the closest knit family I've ever had sport wise I'm closer to my team now than I was with my girls when I played rugby with them mm. like and that's that's fucking crazy mm. and I'm 20 fucking 3 and I'm getting called mother bear <laughs> like and, and I feel it yeah. like I really do feel it and I'm in such a privileged position to be to be able to say that and to be able to say yeah, well, my team are fucking wicked and they're dealing with it like absolute fucking champions. And come competition time when the competitions do start back up and Nationals comes back up hopefully in October, November time, they're going to fucking walk it mm. because they haven't melted down and because they've used each other as the support network that we are and got through it and we've, we've utilised me and, you know, I've said to them now, my God, do not feel like you're pestering me. You ask me whatever fucking question you need to because you are going to keep me going yeah. and I'm going to keep you going. And I don't think people realise, I mean, obviously it's an incredibly stressful time for everybody, but we can get through it. And yeah. it's, and it's, you know what I mean? And it, the more you say it out loud, the easier it becomes because I know both of us are sitting going, oh shit, right, how we can get through it, you know what it is, it's going to be alright. And then every now and then you just go, fuck me, but what if this happens? And it's like, no, remember you've got a team of people that are standing behind you and they're going to be there with you every step of the way and you need to be there for them every single fucking step of the way. I was nearly fucking crying my eyes out this afternoon doing check-ins and I was just like, I just wish I could do more for you. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, You've just got to be there for them. I was sat in nodding my head like one of those office dogs. And the biggest, like as you say, the thing is, if your trainer's good, and, or, or not say good, because trainers can be good when the going's good. Yeah, yeah. It's now where people are going to notice cracks in the thing. Like, I'm actually working harder to Fuck make yeah. sure that everybody's okay. Yeah. I've reignited groups that I'm not necessarily neglected, but there were more social things for sorting out like times out and some of that. And I've, you know, cause there's a collective there. I'm making sure everybody's okay. I'll, if I find something funny, I'll put it in the group. Cause you know, obviously my clients are, I've got two competitive clients and they're a bit worried at the moment, but you know, we've already figured out some things we can do for that. And for a lot of them, it's more mental health. And I'm like, if you need a call that's more therapy-based, we can do that. If you need extra calls, we can do that. I will be doing, like, group... I'll be setting up conference calls for us to sit in, you know, even if it's just a social point, just to make sure there's interaction and stuff. And you've got all of this stuff running in your head. Like, you're constantly thinking three steps ahead because this could happen or this could happen. I mean, at the moment, we can still do, um, with very strict communication, one-to-one sessions at home if we need to. Obviously, we will limit contact if, we, if you know, as much as we can do. But it's hard because, you know, we've still got, I've got babies to look after. Yeah, we've got rent to sort out. And as you say, if you're in mental health, just having you guys to look after. And it's also, I think, we become, the, it's, it's interesting because the group was made up from everybody going to the International Fitness Summit, which I was going to. I don't know whether I still will be or not. And that's just, it's split down the middle all of a sudden. Really? Yeah, because other people are saying, stay at home, don't do anything. The yeah. other group, other half are saying, well, that's all well and good for you, Mr. Permanent Online Coach, 
But for the rest I of us, yeah. for the rest of us, that's not a viable <sighs> option. And you're trying to do your best with everything, but you're worried about you know all this stuff going on. And then what you see is these little groups popping up, and you know, sort of to come back to the topic we were coming on about. And you just see them just like catching a, a group of vulnerable people going, oh, you know, sign up for my free home workout. It's like, you know what? I'll give you the workout for free. If you want me to train you through it, then we'll talk about payment and stuff. But it's like, it's, everything's a fun little And don't get me wrong, things persist. We will probably have to change our tunes a little bit because, but then everybody's going to be settled into this. They're going to know exactly what they're getting paid and people are going to need an outlet. So yeah, you will yeah. be able to look at it more. But at the moment when there's uncertainty, this is where I have the problem because everything's so up in the air. Now is the worst Now is time. not the time yeah, exactly. to be selling your program. Yeah. Now is the time to be consistent, to be checking in with people, yeah. calm everybody down, don't panic by, don't be a knob that fucking pushes somebody out of the way for loo roll, which is, is still baffling. Um, it's compassion, caring. We've got a club together clubbing together it's like exactly that exactly that and it's now now is the time where education in the industry could come into abundance because everybody has more time everyone's sat at home you can easily set up calls and webinars which is something the stuff that I'm working on yeah. um, to educate people and I suppose for the second half of the podcast we're going to talk about some principles that you guys can use because everybody is worried about losing their progress of course, physical and, and they're mental. Right, they're and, right and, to and you be, are right to, because to be worried because all of our clients work so incredibly hard, and yeah. to have that taken away from them would be soul crushing. Yeah, um, and it's so good because we've trained them up to a point where they're incredibly proud of what they achieved. Mm. So the thought of not being able to continue their routine is quite flattering, really, because it shows that they really fucking care. Yeah, exactly. And for you listening to this, it's like it, this. It, it's it's not even physical either. Like there's a lot of physical goals, strength goals, physique goals that clients have been working on. But for a lot of people, it took a lot for them to come to us in the first place and they've opened up to us and this was their outlet. This was their two, three hours a week where they would disappear into an hour. They'd want to hear about our days because it gave them the, you know, even this person that's a mentor and stuff still could have a shit day and still get the best out of you. Yeah. Or they come in and they unload on you. Like I have clients that come in and literally just unload their entire day on me. And they go home feeling better about themselves. And now that's been postponed, I think is the right word. It's not necessarily taken away. It's or altered. There's still going to be contact. So everybody's wondering what they're going to do next. How do I stay strong? How do I keep my muscle mass up? How do I keep my body fat down? How do I you know, keep my headspace right? So I suppose if we start on... I, don't, I suppose weight loss is probably the best one to start because that's what everybody worries about the old yeah, yeah. gaining the old 15 pounds how many, how many memes have you seen about like day 30 in isolation and you've gained 40 pounds like, yeah exactly like it's hilarious after day one you've eaten all of your snacks and you're yeah. <laughs> all of my sla- snacks eaten after isolation and it's true though because what is the one thing that people say they do when they're bored is they eat Yeah. and if we're in the house constantly and we've got an abundance of food it's just like man I might as well I'm, I'm upset and I'm going to Eat my feelings and stuff like that. It's all we've done all weekend. All weekend, <laughs> just cry and eat and cry. And, I mean, apart from vomiting for two days, yeah, it was great. Oh, funny. And it, and it is. It's it's really really hard for people to to not turn to food and stuff. And I totally get it. And you know, it's we're not calling anybody out. And food shaming is definitely and fat shaming is definitely the wrong time to do mm. this type of thing. It's shit anyways. But 
the people that are concerned about weight loss and stuff are also usually the people who divert straight to the fridge or divert straight to the cupboards and in an attempt to make themselves feel better go well I'm going to get out of my system now yeah. and I'm going to do it now and then I'm going to crack back on with it tomorrow and, then and it the becomes a vicious cycle yeah. because they're unhappy with the way they look the next day because of the serious amount of water retention and edema they've got because they've eaten high sodium and a high amount of food the scales jumps up because they've eaten a higher amount of food and they go well I've fucked it and this is the start of corona ruining my diet and nah it's yeah. not though is it and so as we've said before and, you know, listeners of Sophie's podcast, um, which we will make sure you have a plug to that in the end, um, is the basic principles we've said before is to lose weight, you have to be in a calorie deficit. Now, the biggest thing people are going to struggle with now is that your routine has been interrupted, so your expenditure is going to come down. Yeah. And people aren't going to realise this. Now, you... I call it the metabolic wave because we all have built up a certain degree of metabolic leeway that allows you to go you might not gain anything in the first few days maybe even the first week if you've been relatively good but that wave is going to peak and it's going to crash and that's where you're going to get into trouble so with the gyms being closed if you're not a big cardio person if you're not into running if you don't have much equipment at home and you're not sure what to do yet which obviously we can help you with the biggest thing you're going to have to realize now is that actually eating the same amount you are eating now is not going to help you yeah for the most part and this is also the hardest part mentally you're now going to have to eat slightly less than you did before if your activity is dropping especially if you've been told to work from home as well yeah i mean you've tipped the scales of energy balance completely so what what was previously evening them out You've just taken away the, the even something as simple as the walk to your car. Yeah. The walk out of your car to the office block, up the stairs, to the toilet, to the coffee machine, all that. That's all gone now, potentially. Mm. You're going to walk out of bed, walk down the stairs to do your work, walk to the kitchen, walk to the toilet, all in the proximity of your house or your flat. I don't even get stairs because I'm in a there flat. There you go. So, not even, so even if you live in a flat, you, you might not even get stairs. I mean... Just an example, so one of my clients, they walk into the gym, they train in the morning, they then walk to work, and then they walk home, and across the space, and they might walk across buildings through the day and stuff, and their average daily step count for a normal day was anywhere between 14,000 and 17,000. Mm. Now, they've been told to work from home, uh, obviously the gyms are shut, their step count's gone down to anywhere between 2,000 and 3,000. That's... 12,000 steps minimum. Less. That's a day of steps, essentially. Mm. And this is the thing. And it's not all doom and gloom because and if everybody abides by the bloody rules, you can still if. go out for walks and stuff. Yeah. But right this is where the homework... And the trouble is as well, the thing is when you're doing a homework, unless you have the ability to add resistance, it's very difficult to burn off as many calories as you think. And this is where another lot of people are going to get confused because they're like, oh, but I've got my home workouts. Right, and, and this is one I want to pick on. I've already seen, right, one trainer already say, oh, um, we've got, uh, this is a 410 calorie workout. For who? Exactly. <laughs> Probably be for me, 400, for a lump. 410 calorie workout. Yeah. What? And it was nothing special. It was like, Oh, here's two push-up variations. Here's some jump squats. Here's some jumping lunges. 410 calories. 
And he, it must have taken him, well, I mean, the video itself was like, what, 40 seconds or something? But he was like, do this for six rounds. You'd be lucky if it was 20 minutes. Yeah. Tell me in what fucking world you would burn 410 calories in 20 minutes. I'd be fucking peeled if that were me. I, and so the thing with that is as well is it depends on, first of all, how accurate your calorie counter is. And if it's a Fitbit, don't, don't fucking bother. <laughs> The most accurate ones I've found were using a polar heart rate strap in my classes and I managed to burn about 400 calories in 20 minutes but I had a skipping rope, a kettlebell and I was doing 20 metre shuttle runs and you have to understand though, I am over 100 kilos most of the time. It takes a lot and I'm 83 kilos of lean mass. It takes a lot of goddamn energy to shift me about. Well, on a day-to-day basis. On a day-to-day basis. So increase the intensity of that. Yeah. So, and the thing is, like, we've done this experiment before in my older HIIT classes. I would burn 920 calories on average in my HIIT class. Yeah. Because I'm so large and I can work to a good intensity because I've got good conditioning and other people are only in the six, 700 mark. And I said, the trouble is it's all relevant. And this is the problem. You cannot turn around and say for any one person, a workout will burn guaranteed this amount of calories. Because yeah. one, it's down to intensity. You may not. You may even work harder than me, but because I have more mass to shift, I will still burn more calories, which is really annoying for a lot of people. Or more importantly, you're probably not going to put the intensity in that I did when I recorded the yeah, well, yeah, exactly. To get that response yeah. out. So it's so misleading to turn around and say, oh, don't worry, guys, you're going to burn 400 calories. Yeah, exactly. And it, to be fair, to be fair to the, the it was a fella. To be fair to the fella that was filming the the video, he was fairly going balls to the wall. Mm. So he was doing it at full pelt, and there's going to be a, a large por- portion of people who think they're going full pelt, but just aren't. Yeah. They they're just not, and they're the, the only ones that kidding are themselves. As, and especially if you're used to uh, being with a trainer who pushes you. Yeah, you've got to find that. No you've got to find that. that motivation from somewhere. Now you haven't got somebody external screaming at you, unless which I'm probably going to do. I'm just going to ring people up when they're training in the house and fucking scream at them. Yeah. Get yeah. me on yeah. Skype now yeah. and let Video me scream call. at you. Yeah. Set the phone up and do it. So yeah. Online coaching. Yeah, that's it. So first principle for everybody is. You are going to have to adjust your intake because yeah. your only expenditure is naturally going to come down. If you are at a home gym and nothing has changed for you, then you are fine. We're not saying that, but for the most part of people, activity levels are going to drop a bit. So therefore, you have to just be aware of this. If your goal is weight loss. If your goal is weight just loss. Just to interject yeah. there. If your primary goal right now is muscular gain or maintenance you do not need to be in a deficit right now. No. That is the worst idea. Yeah. The worst thing you can do right now is diet, disregard protein intake, and not provide a stimulus for hypertrophy or muscle mass maintenance because you will legitimately see a loss in muscular gains. Yeah. That is a terrible idea, but also maybe use this as an opportunity to forget about muscular gain just for the time being and actually use it as an opportunity to to improve conditioning and can improve body composition and things like that because really muscle gain isn't necessarily going to happen unless you've got access to a full gym right now. Yeah. So if it was my personal advice, muscular gain would probably go on the back burner for the next two weeks until we know exactly what's going on. Yeah. So which brings us into next principle. So um, it's also the uh, acronym for the podcast, uh, T-U-T. 
So the prince, so again, scientific principle, time under tension equals muscle mass. Now, most people think of this by adding more weights to the bar, picking up heavier dumbbells, and yes, you are increasing the amount of tension on the muscle, which then is a stimulus. Now, if you are stuck at home with limited equipment, now would be the time to start playing with tempo, yeah. slowing your reps down. A similar thing, if you've only got press-ups and squats to do, take three seconds to do each rep. You are yeah. going to be absolutely Give me hanging. a three-second eccentric. Pause at the... Uh, give me an isometric hold for two seconds mm. and give me a three-second concentric. You're going to be blowing out your fucking arse. Yeah. Yeah, having done work, I was like, it's, it's nice. And, you, and the die. thing is, you don't need much then to maintain. It's not going to be... I mean, without accommodating resistance and without extra weights, you aren't going to see the growth in muscle that you're mm. after. But as we said, maintaining what you have is probably the best option right now for a lot of people so by slowing your weights down adding static pauses at certain points at the hardest part of the rep you're going to put more tension under your muscles more stimulus where weights can't be the stimulus and you've got more of a chance of pretty much maintaining what you're after and also it'll actually probably help you with your form because you are have to really think yeah about exactly it. this is like a golden opportunity to really fucking nail technique because we have no excuse no you I mean, can't ego lift at this point no you you do a, you do a tempo set of a 10 second squat with a broom handle i guarantee you after, <laughs> after three reps you're gonna be crawling out your bed i can do three honestly yeah it, it's you know four seconds down Two second pause at the bottom, four seconds back up and drop back into it again. You're going to be blowing. Absolutely so, blowing. Exactly. Something I've already implemented with a few of my guys now that we... Obviously, I've, so I've taken all my equipment from uh, the gym and I've got some in my, my dining room. Something I've already imp- uh, implemented is something called clock of squats. And that is a eight second eccentric and a Oof. seven second pause at Jesus. the bottom of the reps. Holy shit. And it's a fantastic way of priming the CNS, for, like, for, essentially for loading up to the squats. But it's also a fucking fantastic way, and just for singles can I add as well, but it's also a fantastic way of ensuring that every single fucking second of that squat is bang on. Yeah. You get that wrong, you aren't getting back up. <laughs> No, no, I don't think I'd get up anyway. There's no way. So put it this way. My max squat is over 140 kilos. Yeah. You are lucky if I do clock up squats at 120. Yeah. Like, I can barely, barely, barely get up. And my cleanest reps are at about 110. It's Mm. nowhere near my one rep max. No. Nowhere near. But it's a great opportunity to, to nail how it looks, how it feels. And when it comes to implementing those heavier loads in coming weeks when we maybe have access to more equipment... Our CNS is so primed, yep. we know exactly how the bar should move, we know exactly how it should feel, where our feet should be stabilised on the floor, where the knees should be landing, how the back should be, the top, the top, every aspect of the squat has been broken down and slowed down to a point where if you were placing the heavier load, you know exactly where you're going to be at the bottom of it, you know exactly how you're going to come up. And it becomes less daunting as well because the biggest thing often I mean not with everybody but usually the biggest thing with everybody is oh my god this is a weight I've never touched before this is fucking terrifying wow. you know exactly how you need to move it because and it's going to be it's going to be over a hell of a lot fucking quicker than a clock off squat yeah. that's it potentially a 20 second per rep squat yeah, that is awful <laughs> and whoever programs yeah. it is an evil piece of shit at me yeah, <laughs> I am one of them. Yeah, the but other... it's it's a golden opportunity that we can really bank on. Yeah, and that that applies for everything, not just squats. You know, like like Vince was saying, time under tension. 
Start slowing your reps down. Mm. Start paying attention to things that maybe you didn't before. If you got a shoulder press and maybe one side goes up quicker than the other, slow the fuck down, have a look at it and sort it out. Mm. It'll never happen again. And you don't even have to use squats. I'll tell you, one of the, on, the only movement that genuinely makes me feel sick is <laughs> three-second eccentric walking lunges. That's disgusting. Make me want to die a little inside. And with good reason. Um, but the cool thing with that is as well, what you can also do is it actually genuinely helps with your strength. Now, strength is actually the hardest one to do when you don't have a gym because strength is solely based on the load that you can lift. Yeah. If you're adding time under tension in, if you're really cleaning up your act, your strength will improve when you add weight again because yeah, yeah. you're going to be better equipped to lift it. The one thing you can still train with at home, which is the, the fourth result. So we've done weight loss, which is um, a calorie deficit. We've done hypertrophy, which is the um, time under tension, mm-hmm. and linked strength into it because it primes you better for better lifts, which means you will therefore have a better chance of moving something. The last principle is power. Now, power is the speed in which you move an object. Now, a lot of people don't realize, but plyometric work, sprint drills, box jumps, Force press-ups are really good ways of improving your power without having to pick up anything heavy. You get used to trying to jump as high as you possibly can, your deadlift gets better. You get yourself in, if if you're lucky enough to have a garden or you're lucky enough to have a stretch of a car park or something, you do sprint starts and try and move as quick as you can over five meters your squats will get better because your quad drive becomes yeah, more exactly. efficient it's an explosive drill if you are doing press-ups and trying to push yourself as forcefully away from the ground as possible without your hands coming off the floor your bench press will improve they're also absolutely horrific and cause you to want to die <laughs> in seven different ways because it would be less painful than doing these stupid drills exactly. but what you're actually doing is priming up your power reflexes, your ability to drive force into a solid object, which is basically what powerlifting is. And these are really good ways of also keeping your mind fresh because you can set yourself challenges. So the the fifth principle, which isn't necessarily linked into weights, is obviously mindset. A lot of people come to lift because it clears their head. It gives them set goals. They have a task that is outside every other thing they have to do. Like when I used to train, when I before I became a PT and I was still training, I'd get up at six in the morning to be in the gym at half six because it was the only time I didn't have to be dad, other half, supervisor, whatever thing else. It was me and my time alone to get my day straight. And a lot yeah. of people rely on that. Now, you've had that taken away from you temporarily. You're going to find it very hard to find things to focus on. Now, if all of a sudden you've got tension or tempo goals, you're trying to jump the highest, you're trying to sprint the quickest you can over a short distance, you're trying to generate as much force as you can, you know, get your kids involved, sitting on your back while you're trying to do press-ups and bits and pieces like that. These are very easy, measurable things. Like trying to add an extra rep in your press-ups. Yeah, and, trying and, to yeah, exactly. add an extra jump the, the in or trying to get higher. The progression is very visible immediately, isn't it? Whereas yeah. sometimes when you run like a strength cycle or a strength program, you, you won't touch your 1RM or 95% of the 1RM for quite a, like a good period of time. So when you come to test the 1RMs again, it can be quite a large period of time between the two. So you've got no idea if you've added weight onto yep. your lift. Whereas the effects of this one are pretty much, not instant, I don't want to say, because obviously, but progression is, is pretty thick and fast. Yeah. Like I an mean, extra rep on your press-ups at, 
a, a better looking squat, a better, it, it feels better immediately. By the end of the session, sometimes if you perform some overhead squats, they usually feel better by set four or five. Mm. So it's, it's almost immediate. And it's that like, rather than the delayed gratification that often comes into powerlifting and bodybuilding and things as well, you know, we have that immediate gratification and that right now is going to be a lot of, it's going to be, it's going to play a huge role in what's going to keep people going because they're going to continue to see progression albeit in a different kind of capacity, but they're going to continue to see progression and they're going to stick with it rather than being like, I just don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. This is a waste of time. And you go, hang on a second. Didn't you just do an extra set of press-ups and do this? You couldn't do a full press-up at this point. You couldn't do this. You couldn't do this. And they go, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah. Whereas often with powerlifting, they haven't touched the 1RM for quite a while. One of my lot, I've made, I made them wait 18 weeks. Yeah. They didn't touch a one. They didn't test their one RM until I fucking told them to. They mm. didn't. I didn't peak them for a one RM testing for eighteen weeks. Yeah. And they put forty five kilos on the total, and they were like, "I had no fucking idea that was coming." And I was like, "Yep, delayed gratification." Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's going to be a good one. I, I think it, as we said, there's the potential for so much good to come out of the situation. There's so much highlighted about our systems, about our politics, about how the world works and stuff. But if we scale that down to the gym, it's the perfect time to let your ego just blow out your ass. Because we all have our little egos, we all have the things that we're working on, we all have our plan, we all have our, you know, thing we always go to and stuff. And now is your chance for a complete reset. And it's really good. Like if you've always been working on building muscle, building muscle, building muscle, Get better at time and attention. Get better at power. Get yeah. more explosive because you're going to come back and you're going to jump up the weights. Yeah. If you've been, you know, you were in the middle of a bulk and uh, you were trying to gain weight and obviously that's gone under, try and maintain muscle, muscle, time and attention, lean out a bit. Yeah, you use a clean up phase. You know, if you want to, if you want a mini cut right now, I mean, for one, it's going to save you a fucking fortune. Yeah, for two, it means you haven't actually got to then subject yourself to heading to the supermarkets because you haven't got to buy food as regularly three food focus will likely drop a little bit because if you're on a bulk and you're constantly needing to eat and do this isn't this, this it can be quite a refreshing little break for people yeah. as well because they're not constantly feeding themselves yeah so you know there's a lot of things that can come into it and i mean for a lot of people that like like we say it might be a terrible time to start dieting and things like that but for the vast majority of people this is a fucking great opportunity to clean yeah, themselves because up. if your expenditure really is dropping anyway yeah it well, becomes an easy way to introduce yourself into eating less because your body's actually not going to try and crave absolutely. it as much. And in turn, you save a lot of hassle for other people because then you haven't got to kind of yeah. associate with other people and like we say, subject yourself to supermarkets and stuff. So really, you're actually doing the economy, the, the world of good and, and the general population, the world of good as well because you aren't contributing which then to this social cleans the mess up quicker. Exactly, which means we don't have to be quarantined for no. as long and isolated for as long. And that would be Basically, great for us so we can go back to work. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Basically mini-cut now. Um, yeah, everybody mini-cut Everybody mini-cut now. now and just do jogging on the spot in your house for the rest of the day. <laughs> okay, you That's only fun of you, thanks very much. Yeah, yeah that, that'd be £80. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, and the thing is as well, with all these implementations, you don't have to worry about equipment so much. Yeah, exactly. If you, if you are lucky enough, like I am lucky enough, if, you know, it all goes to hell and I can't grab a few bits because everybody's trying to, you know, market bits and pieces at the moment so they don't use it, realising I've never used these weights before. It, by adding pauses and time under tension, 
plyometric work and stuff like that, you can really utilize what you've got in a different way. And you'll appreciate your weights more because everybody has their, you know, their 50 kilo set at home. Obviously not everybody, but you know, I've got a 50 kilo set at home and a couple of kettlebells. Now I would look at those normally and go, I'm not really going to get much out of that because I know I can go and do better in a gym. You now have these tools and this is why we were doing this. So you don't get suckered in or at least... If you want to buy someone's plan because it means you stick to it because money is a good motivator and I completely understand that, but you're not being told the principles of why this isn't working, you're going to struggle. Yeah. And the problem we've always come across... There's got to be weight gained it. Pun intended. Yeah. The, the, the problem we, we've both always come across, and we've spoken about this a lot over this weekend, is that nobody wants to tell you the principle. I mean, obviously, I did my wheel video on this saying that a calorie deficit is no different than the first wheel. Like a diet is like a wheel. It's just a, a circle with a hole punched in it. And no matter how you dress it up, that's always what a wheel comes back yeah. to. All of these principles, these training methodologies, you know, for wave loading, five through one, five by five, you know, Thor's bench press routine, fucking, you know, marathon runners running program and stuff. They're all based on principles that haven't changed. They've just been dressed up to make them more appealing to you or potentially translate in a way that you understand. Yeah, yeah. And that's fine. But now more than ever, you guys need these principles laid out in plain English for you so that you can make the best informed decision of what you want to do, not get confused and downheartened. And so that more importantly, it's very easy to spread hope this way that... You're not going to lose everything. And that is such an important And I mean, that's the only well. thing we can do right now. It's so funny. We've, we've literally, I mean, we're counsellors anyway, like even as, as a qualified one. But now more than ever, the only thing that we're here to spread is positivity. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I personally take it upon myself. I mean, we've got a gym of 2,000 members. I mean, half, I mean, most of them will never train with me, but I still feel that if I can be somebody that's just being positive, and, you know, just saying, look, I understand what you're going through. We're going through the same thing. There's always positives, you know, even if it's just a case of, you know, I just hope everybody's okay. That is our job now because that was always yeah. our job in the first place. But we so now, are man. now really going to have to step Absolutely. up and do more. And the thing is as well, if your trainer isn't doing that, and we heard, we've heard this, haven't we, recently, oh, trainers going, well, you might as well fucking not bother because the gyms are closed anyway. No, no. We've got to work harder now because you know what, the gyms though? are closed. More fool them for doing that because yeah. they lose themselves some clients who really need the help. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, they don't deserve to have the clients that really want that help and really want to stand by them. And the ones that do stand by them, I hope I hope you get your eyes opened. And if you do listen to this, you go, hang on, my coach isn't doing any of these things. Yeah. We're, open we're not here to call it. We're yeah. not here to call out anybody in particular. No, we're all, because all they will here. make it very evident themselves that they they are the ones that we will. Call yeah, exactly, out. and and we don't need to call them out because they're going to do it themselves. Yeah, you're going to pick up on it and go, well, I need support right now, and it's going to be the ones that are like, yeah, well, I need support right now because I'm self-employed, so you should continue to pay me to keep it. Like, we're all going to be facing some shit, and we all just need to club together and sort mm. it. And, and you've and got if, the right client base if your client base will stand by you and you will support each other regardless of what happens mm. here and at the end of the day you're still paying them for a service you're not paying yeah. them you, you you may be paying to support them I have one of my clients who I'm still obviously going to train I still check in with them nothing's changed on the service but they said I want you to know that as long as I'm getting paid I will continue to pay you even if we can't get in the gym and she's one of my competitive clients and I love her dearly for it 
But she's going to damn well get her money's worth regardless. You're Absolutely. not, you're, as much as you may want to support your PT, and we love that you want to do that, you're not just propping them up until they can get back in the gym. And that's something that people need to know because yeah. this isn't a case of looking for sympathy off people because we we aren't like, well, we need your money to make sure that we can keep our businesses going. If, okay, that is true to an extent. Yeah. But we don't want pity. No. We still we want, want to work to, for it. We, we, want, we want you to know that we're still going to provide a service and we, we this is our opportunity to prove to you that you made the right decision coming to us in the first mm. place and the fact that you stick by us only shows that you're going to basically if we get this right now imagine how fucking easy it's going to be by the time you go back into a gym yeah. I must have said this about 30 times over since Friday I must have said we've been given the golden gift of time yeah. and four of my clients went I can't fucking believe I never thought of that yeah. and it's now the little manifesto in our group they're like this is a gift of time we can do this we can do this and every single one of them is just relaying the information that I've gave them. And they're all doing my job for me, Nelly. They're exactly. all spreading the positivity. Exactly. Like you said, they're spreading hope. Yeah. So, it, you know, you breed positivity and it's incredibly infectious. Not to be like... <laughs> choice of words. Choice of words. <laughs> so, we've got to wrap up because it's been yeah. nearly an hour. Sophie, how can these lovely people find you? Where do they find you? Uh, best place to find me is on Instagram. I am at at Platts underscore PBs. Um, myself and my very good friend Rob, we record a podcast every fortnight pretty much, and that's called Platts, Beans and PBs. Which uh, I might be starring on tomorrow yes, if we get one done. Yes, hopefully Vince we're going to get on tomorrow, so listen out for that one. Um, you can email me at platsandpvs at gmail.com if you've got anything specific that you'd like to ask me um, but the best way to catch me is through Instagram whether that be through DM or whatever it is Vince yeah. what are your handles where can people find you well I'm sure you've all been listening long enough to know but I am VS Complete Fitness um, that's on Facebook and Instagram and on YouTube where my more educational videos are it is Vince uh, v S space complete space fitness because I was allowed spaces on Instagram because I like me a little bit better yeah. um, and on there you will find videos on mindset mental health um, alternative ways of thinking and educational videos on the things we discussed and other things so yeah um, thank you ever so much as always for listening um, it's a tough time for everybody and it is but we're here to make it better as much as we try and spread hope and make light of things we're not trying to take any of the severity away but we are in a very unique position where we are in front of a lot of people and we want to do our best to make sure that you are getting through this so that we can push on and you know as we said we've got a great opportunity here to get ourselves lined up so we come thundering out of the gate when this gets back so don't feel disheartened there is always a solution and if you can't find it we'll do our best to do it for you Speak to you soon, guys, and uh, yeah, keep tuning in and supporting. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.